Dear friends, today we're going to look at the Catholic notion of tradition and its importance. Uh, when we speak about tradition, primarily we are referring to the deposit of faith as transmitted by the magisterium down through the centuries. This deposit is what has been given to us by revelation, that is to say the word of God entrusted to the apostles transmitted uh, unfailingly by their successors uh, throughout the ages. St. Paul, very early on in his uh, letter to the Thessalonians, points out, Brethren, stand fast and hold to the traditions which you have learned, whether by word or our epistle. So already the, the early church was clearly uh, 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 forewarned about the importance and the necessity of holding fast to this, uh, this treasure known as the deposit of the faith which was handed on to them. In, uh, in our looking at this question of tradition, we're going to use a famous text uh, written by St. Vincent of Lirens in the 4th century. He was living during the, the time of the Arian crisis, which afflicted the, the whole church. And uh, during this crisis, this, uh, this saintly uh, uh, figure would uh, pen down for us some great words of wisdom in his well-known text uh, called The Commemoratorium of St. Vincent of Lirens for the Antiquity and the universality of the Catholic faith against profane novelties of all heresies. In it, he clearly lays out for us what a Catholic needs to believe throughout the ages in order to be saved. <clears throat> and for that, he points out that uh, in his text, saying that also in the Catholic Church itself, we take great care that we hold to that which has been believed everywhere, always and by all, for that is truly and properly Catholic as the very force and meaning of the word shows, which comprehends everything almost universality. And we shall observe this rule if we follow universality, antiquity, consent. We shall follow universality if we confess that one faith to be true, which the whole uh, church throughout the world confesses. Antiquity, if we in no wise depart from the interpretations which it is a plain that our ancestors and forefathers proclaimed. Consent, if in antiquity itself we eagerly follow the definitions and the beliefs of all, or certainly near all, the priests and doctors alike. What St. Vincent is uh, pointing out is that the unity of the faith is founded upon its link with the truths that we have received from the past. While St. Vincent of Lyons was uh, uh, alive, still the Arian crisis was uh, afflicting the church. And so he asks this very pertinent question. What if some novel contagion seeks to infect the whole church and not merely a small part of it? What do we do? Well, he makes a very simple and profound answer. He says, then he will take care to cling to antiquity. What cannot now be uh, led astray by any novel deceit. Cardinal Johann uh, uh, Franzen, uh, Society of Jesus, uh, commenting on this, says that here antiquity is uh, appealed to in the event that contemporary controversies should have muddled the waters and made it hard to establish for the time being the belief of the universal church. In other words, when there is a, a, a crisis within the church, what, what St. Vincent of Lyrens is pointing out is that we cling, we look to as our guide, 
are the ancient faith, uh, especially when uh, during a present crisis the, the voice of the, the living magisterium can seem to somewhat be obscured as we saw during uh, the Arian crisis of the 4th century. Well, St. Vincent of Lyrens goes on to explain what if antiquity itself, in antiquity in the past, there should be found to be an error on the part of uh, two or three men or at any rate on the part of a city or even a whole province. What do we do? Well, says then it will be his care uh, by all means to prefer the decrees, if such there be, of an ancient general council to the rashness and ignorance of a few. But what if some error should spring up on which no such decree is found to bear. Then he must collate and consult and interrogate the opinions of the ancients, of those, namely, who, though living in various times and places, yet continued in the communion and the faith of the one Catholic Church, stand forth acknowledged and approved authorities, and who, whatsoever he shall ascertain to have been held, written, taught, not by one or two of these only, but by all, equally with one consent, openly, frequently, persistently, that he must understand that he himself also is to believe without any doubt or hesitation. If some new question should arise on which no such decision has been given, they should then have recourse to the opinions of the Holy Fathers, of those at least who, each in his own uh, time and place, remaining in unity with a communion of the faith, were accepted as approved masters, and whatsoever these may have found to have held with one mind and with one consent, this ought to be accounted the true and Catholic doctrine of the Church without any doubt or scruple. What we notice here in these words of St. Vincent of Lorenz is that he makes an appeal to antiquity and universality uh, of the doctrine. And here Cardinal Franz in the Society of Jesus uh, again comments and says that St. Vincent of Lyrens everywhere clearly teaches that either one of the two, these two marks must be, uh, must be found as distinguishing marks for it to have been held as Catholic, namely universality uh, or universal consent and the uh, agreement of antiquity. These suffice to demonstrate the apostolicity of a doctrine. What St. Vincent of Lyrens is rightly pointing out in all this is the universal mark of all the heretics is that they are as such impious innovators who have stepped outside the faith once delivered to the saints, in the words of St. Jude. Instead of passing on to the people of God the divine revelation once given, he, the heretic, the innovator, gives them his own self-created religion putting himself at odds with the church and God by rejecting the received tradition and replacing it with his own opinion. This is what we today can certainly see has happened uh, within, within the Catholic Church amongst the modernists uh, and the liberals. What's very clear is that uh, where they have devi deviated, uh, the errors that they are holding, the, the furthest they can point back to is uh, with, with, a, with an approved uh, authority, if you want, is to the council, but uh, in this deviation where we can simply, as uh, Catholics clinging to tradition, uh, appeal to uh, the consistent teaching of the church throughout the past uh, and previous centuries, showing one clear uh, consistent teaching and doctrine 
which stands in clear opposition to the modernist novelties we see being promoted uh, uh, within the hierarchy today in these uh, times of really confusion and apostasy. St. Vincent of Lyons here uh, traces heresy primarily to the reality of sin and the fault of character of the heretics. The heretic is more concerned about himself than with the truth and the good of the church. Orthodoxy or right thinking requires a spirit of humility and a willingness to learn from those who are fluent in the language of faith. Beware, is uh, St. Vincent telling us, of anyone who tells you to listen to them instead of the common teaching of the church. And that's why in his 24th uh, chapter of his text, he simply quotes the words of St. Paul to, to Timothy. O Timothy, guard the deposit, shunning profane novelty of words. And here he explains by the uh, profane novelty of words. What are these words? Profane novelty of words, that is, of doctrines, subjects, opinions, such as a contrary to antiquity and the faith of the olden time, which is which if they had been received, it follows necessary that the faith of the blessed fathers is in, is uh, violated either in whole or at any event in great part. It follows necessarily that all the faithful of the ages, all the saints, the chaste, the continent, the virgins, the clergy, the deacons, the priests, so many thousands of confessors, so vast an army of martyrs, such a multitude of cities and of people, so many islands, provinces, kings, uh, tribes, uh, kingdoms, nations, in a word, almost the whole earth incorporated in uh, Christ the head through the Catholic faith have been ignorant for so long uh, a, a tract of time, have been mistaken, have blasphemed, have not known what to believe and what to confess. And, you know, this point that St. Vincent of Lyons makes is the point that the, the, the great theologians, the, the saints, the thinkers, leveled at Luther and all the Protestants ever since. The, to say that the church erred and the faithful didn't know what to believe for 1,600 years until uh, Luther and his novelties came along is blasphemous, ridiculous, uh, offensive to, to anyone who's got a, a, ration, a rational thinking mind. It's contrary to re even reason itself. And this is today what we are seeing within the church by the, the, modern, the modernists and the heretics who are promoting their ideas which go clearly against the wisdom of the saints, the popes, the theologians and the teachers who've all come before them. And so, dear friends, uh, were the church, as we are seeing today, to embrace the novelties, she would herself undermine the witness and the mission, the divine mission given to her by God. Her divinely ordained task is to protect the deposit of revelation and faithfully to teach it to the world. And that's why St. Vincent again reminds us in his text, that which has been entrusted to you, let it continue in your possession. Let it be handed on by you. You have received gold. Give gold in turn. Do not substitute one thing for another. Do not uh, for gold uh, imprudently substitute lead or brass. Give real gold, not counterfeit. And today, this is precisely what we are seeing. We are seeing that the, the true faith, the gold and the treasure, is re being re replaced by a counterfeit religion rather, rather than the one entrusted to, to us uh, by our Lord Jesus Christ. St. Paul, in his letter to the Corinthians, uh, uh, he, uh, uh, he uh, commends them, blesses them, praises them, precisely for their having held fast to the traditions. I commend you because you remembered me in everything and maintained the traditions even as I delivered them to you, says St. Paul. 
And so, dear friends, our goal likewise is to know, to love and to live that tradition and hand it on. In doing this, we clearly show that we have rejected the profane novelties by adhering more closely to that which was delivered to the saints once and for all. Amen.